Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And we are carrying on our... Well, we don't, I don't think we've officially named this anything. Just our kind of wrestling season, I guess. Our WrestleMania yeah. spectacular uh, that we started last week on Who Wins. If you haven't listened to that yet, go back, listen to that first, come back over here. I mean, it's not like these are chronological or anything, but yeah. do yourself a favour. Go over and listen to us bash Donald Trump for like 30 minutes straight. Yeah. Um, Even if you don't like wrestling, that's a good time, to be honest. Yeah, surprised we haven't any death threats yet, but we haven't. Yeah, so... that I'm aware of. I haven't checked the email today. But, uh... So that's a bonus. Um, but yeah, we are carrying on uh, now by looking at the 80s classic, or to me anyway, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Um, yeah. I don't think many people remember this one. No, I remember when we were talking about this the other day. We you gave you I had the name, and I said, "All right, I, it sounds familiar." And then as soon as I watched the first, I was like, "Oh fuck this thing!" And right, I, it was, like, I right. was amazed. I used to love this, and I, I remember we, me and my brother got into wrestling just before WrestleMania six, whenever that was, at eighty nine, ninety, that sort of time. Yeah, right uh, about the same time as me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so this was on TV. It was on um, whatever cable. Or pipe, my grandparents used to call it. Do you know, I've been racking my brain all day. Try it was definitely on cable. I couldn't tell you what channel. It wasn't on terrestrial TV. No, this, this no, was it. Wasn't. I got the a only... feeling it was on like the children's channel or DJ Cat or something like yeah. that. But I cannot the only remember. What I know it was on. that is because my so my my mother's parents had um, pipe, as my grandfather used to call it. One cable, it one satellite. It was pipe. Um, so um, we, used to, we used to have it, and then so we used to stay there on a Friday night. My my parents and my mother's sister and her husband would go out. You know, they'd go out on a Friday night, so we'd stay with my grandparents. And this would be on a Saturday morning, like really fucking early, like yeah, six yeah. o'clock or something like that. So we were always up because me and my, well, I, I still don't. My brother apparently sleeps better now, but I, I barely sleep. So it was it was one of those we used to get up. We would be, we'd be up at five o'clock, and oh, well, that'll be on. So we'll put that on. And I used to fucking love this show. And it was it was one of those because it just just sort of came about the time we were started watching wrestling as well. Because I think you used to have this was on then Superstars or Saturday's main event or from the week before or wherever it was. And we were building up. We were a couple of weeks out from WrestleMania six. Um, and so this was kind of my first real introduction to, to wrestling. Um, and yeah, it was. I mean, I when, when you when you were talking about it, I, I, I'm sure I, I'm sure I remember it. And then as soon as I saw fucking hogan with you know the perma belt and I was yeah like, oh, fucking hell yeah this yeah i mean i i fucking love this because yeah we, well, i mean as we mentioned last week you know lifelong wrestling fans both of us have albeit dipping in and out as we do but certainly as a kid like i was a fucking huge hulkamaniac yeah. like i didn't know any better um so <laughs> i was a huge huge hulkamaniac as a kid and yeah this cartoon just it, it, it ticked all the boxes it had all the wrestlers it, it was i always knew as a kid it was slightly weird and i think that is just because of the time delay between obviously when this would have been made for the us and when it reached us i yeah. think there's probably also like some sort of i guess they would have written it because they would have t- i had to take time to animate these so i guess they would have yeah. like written the show's concept and written the episodes and stuff and then kind of it would have had to go through the process of voice recording and animation and wrestling moves so fast yeah that, and, and like the, the part of the problem was that i mean the 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 storytelling on the on the product moves so fast that by the time this came out piper was was a face well this is what i was about to say because um, I, I remember it i remember as a kid being very very confused that yeah. Andre the Giant was one of the good guys yeah. and Rowdy Roddy Piper was one of the bad guys. Whereas the wrestling that I was watching at that time, 
it was very much the other way around. Yeah. That's so right. I was like, what the fuck? And, and even watching it back now and knowing, like, you know, as, as you get older, like, I, I got quite into wrestling history as well. So sort of go back and, and watch sort of early matches from both of those. And, like, Piper was a fucking incredible heel. Like, yeah. one of the best ever. Um, but he, it, like, as with all the best heels, particularly when they're heels just because they're so charismatic, not because they've got a gimmick, yeah. uh, he eventually face-turned. And, and so... To, to see him then as like the main villain as well. It's like, no, hang on. He's friends with Hogan. Like, yeah, exactly. it, like that, in, that in the rest of that I was watching at this age, they were mates. Like this was so something did. And then, you know, even, even just the choice of characters, um, a lot of them, again, the, the storylines move so fast and the product was on so quick. So, I mean, there, there are your evergreens there, you know, everybody's always going to know Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Everybody's, yeah. Always going to know Rowdy Roddy Piper, Andre the Giant, Junkyard Dog, even um, yeah. maybe less or so. But but okay. but then, you know, you've got there are characters that are omitted, like for instance, where's Brutus the Barber Beefcake, where's yes. Jake the Snake Roberts, where's where are the Rockers, you know, all, and and all of these people that actually were huge at the time this cartoon was airing. Right, whereas I mean, where yeah. it was being produced, yeah. they they were just weren't around I, so I was it was say, when this was produced i don't i don't think the rockers were even with w then i, they, then. I think they, no. they were this predated them by about two or three years which by the time it arrived over here they were was, huge and uh, but even even in, in the us i mean there was a massive delay because obviously i'm you know, just animating it and you know, the time it took to do that um they couldn't get the actual wrestlers to do the voices because they were always on the road um and it wasn't as easy as it would be now just to whip out a laptop and a a, a mic and, a, and some sort of sound booth to, to capture it all and do it that way. They had to, you know, they, they needed recording studios, so they had to bring actors in to do it. So then that kind of changed. When people's gimmicks changed, like um, Tito Santana became El Matador at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of a sudden, his, you know, much like fucking Ray Mysterio does all the time, his accent changed every two minutes. So trying well, to keep I, up with that and stuff like that, that must have been a nightmare as well. This is another thing. Like, and I'm, as usual, no research on my part. Um, I'm just throwing back to to what I remember of this cartoon and and in rewatching it. But yeah, like rewatching it now, I didn't bump up against uh, Tito Satana not being El Matador. But at the time, I very much remember like, hang on, he doesn't dress like that. Everybody else is dressed in their ring attire. Yes, and Tito's like walking around in a jacket and coat. Where's the Matador outfit? You know, like even, and that's fucking, by the way, watching it back now, I, I guess I didn't question it as a kid, but watching it back now, it is fucking ridiculous watching like Hogan literally walking around town in a pair of yellow pants and yeah. like Superfly walking around in his fucking zebra print with no shoes. <laughs> and you're like, hang on, he looks like a homeless person. What the fuck? And, and like... the thing is, it's, it's quite funny actually looking at it, obviously the way that the that the wrestling product evolved, the, the fact, you know, they also, that's the way they always used to walk around arenas and stuff because obviously they were you know, they were always ready and you know, moments notice they drop them they drop what they were doing and go out to go out to the ring, whereas now you do see them and they're all you know, they're all fucking normally clothed or they're in suits or whatever and then you know, mm. they specifically have to go and prepare for a match so you are used to seeing them walking around in fucking t-shirts and jeans and all the rest of it so it, it's so, yeah. it, it's so jarring seeing and the, um, there was one the, I think it was the first one where um, Piper and uh, Junkyard are trying to get their cars into a, into a movie. And Piper's just fucking, he just fucking rips his shirt off at one point. Yeah. And so, seriously? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really odd, isn't it? And I think you're right. There's something where, sort of in, in the Attitude Era in the 90s, uh, we became more accustomed to them having that kind of backstage kind yeah. of vibe. And, and, and it, the storytelling in the product evolved. Whereas back in the day, this was being made, you know, uh, Kayfabe was such that, you know, Jimmy Snooker was Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan. There was no Terry Bellella. It was it was Hulk Hogan. It was yeah. like that was it. Like there was no the that's who these people were. And that 
in a way, that's again why the cartoon is kind of so weird because wrestling isn't a part of it at all. Like they, no. they never really wrestle. You occasionally see an episode sort of start or end at a ring. You might catch the end, and it'll be referenced perhaps that they're wrestlers. Hogan's wearing the belt. Yeah. Um, but they don't even like when they have a fight in the episode. They don't wrestle. They'll like fight like you would in a traditional action cartoon with uh, yeah. with whatever's at hand. But, um, but even then, more so than that, it's not nine times out of ten they won't even fight. It'll be okay. Well, it's it's about cars, so have a race. Yeah, I said no. I said that's not what you're expecting it to be. No, and 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 I think you know as the product. You almost want it to be what well, I mean, I know it was live action, but you almost want it to be what something like Raw became in the early 90s, where it was yeah. just this is what happens when they're not in the ring. This yeah. is like all it because that's kind of what it is. This is like this is what the wrestlers do yeah. when they're not wrestling, um, except what according to the cartoon, what they do when they're not wrestling is like, yeah, race dragsters and you know assist the police in solving crimes and... yeah i think when i saw um iron sheik was trying to teach his nephew's baseball team or softball team how to cheat you know like as you, as you do yeah and it, like i'll be honest watching it back now i i've looked at it more as a curio than anything it's it's yeah. a fucking strange fish it um is. but i think as a child like you like literally when this was airing you could have given me anything with hulk hogan's face stamped on it and i would have thought it was the best fucking thing ever like yes. you know, see also what we're gonna do next week. Like you, like anything. If Hulk Hogan was on it, like I'm, I'm just, I'm sold. Do you know what I mean? Like, like simple as that. The fact that it wasn't just rock and wrestling; it was Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling as well. I had to watch it. If it had been Ultimate Warriors rock and wrestling, I probably still would have been interested. Yeah. But I would have been like, yeah, whatever. It's Ultimate Warriors rock and wrestling. I don't care. As I, as I grow older, um, I now prefer Warrior to Hogan. Both despicable human beings. Absolutely. Um, well, God to be rest, fair, only one. God only rest, one God is, rest is at least one of their souls. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so only, only one is now. The, the other one's kind of a formerly despicable corpse. Yeah, yeah. God, God rest his soul. Um, <laughs> and actually, both terrible fucking wrestlers as well. But yeah, there's that it, as well. It's just something about, you know, like Warrior is just charisma. It just, it's just pure. That was, that was it. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we've gone off on a tangent already. But the year he was inducted to the Hall of Fame was it 2014, 2015, whenever it was. He, um, there was. Obviously, he had lots of disputes with Vince over the years, and they did a documentary about him. And they were talking about how he, you know, the various characters he'd played and various things where he'd been. And he, he was the fucking Starlight Warrior, and he was the something else warrior. And he came into the and he was going to be the Dingo Warrior. And somebody said, "What the fuck is a Dingo? Like seriously, what is a Dingo? How? What is a Dingo Warrior? What does that even fucking mean?" And he said, well, "I don't know. It just sounds cool." And no, Jesus. Worth the wise, it really doesn't. Um, and yeah, so then they 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 moved him on to the to the Ultimate Warrior gimmick. But then they let him cut his. No, they, they didn't have anyone working on promos with him, so he just did what the fuck he liked. And because <laughs> they shot he it, and they, mental. Yeah, and because they'd already shot it, and they used to do the little vignettes, didn't they? So rather than being in the ring, they used to do them and put them up on the screen and stuff. So because they'd already shot it, it's like we haven't got anything else. We've got to use this. Yeah. Yeah, so you got no. So there was one. It's about fucking starships and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, uh, "What? What are you talking about?" It's like in that build-up WrestleMania six. He's talking about to Hogan, and when the, when the, the, the starship comes and opens, I was like, "What the fuck?" It's He's brilliant. He's brilliant. I mean, yeah. I specifically remember again at WrestleMania six, huge Hulkamaniac. Right, I, I watched it. I think I've said this on the past podcast before. I used to go to my auntie's, stay overnight, and we'd all stay up and watch it. Me, my auntie, and my cousin. My cousin was a huge warrior, Mark. I was a huge Hogan mark. My auntie could give a fuck, really. Do you know what I mean? But, but she was there because we wanted to watch it. Um, I, and so we had this thing about, like, you know, the, the whole Warrior Hogan thing was getting huge for us, like, yeah. absolutely massive. 
and it was around that time yeah where those promos that even as a little kid I kind of knew I just had to concede I was like yeah you're right he's cooler like he's definitely <laughs> because he's knocking fats yeah and he's definitely gonna like rip Hogan's arms off and club yeah. him to death with them uh, and then I mean, it, I was always I was always a bit nonplussed with that match, even even as a kid, because no, obviously because the result being a, a Hogan fan as well. But they had the two worst fucking finishers in history. Oh, I don't know. I love the Gorilla Press. <laughs> it just looks like because it legitimately looks like it fucking hurts. Like, well, you yeah, there's, there's that side of it, but I mean, you 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 get that side of it. That that looks like it hurts, but then you get the time to recover when he bounces off the rope sixteen times and there's a no, just does a little splash on him. And I don't mean he has a wank. But then the atomic leg drop is the same thing. Well, that's, that's fucking, what I mean. They were both the people's terrible. elbow is the same thing. I mean, the fucking John Cena's fucking five-knuckle shuffle is the same thing. They were kind of, no, they, they were kind of piss-taking yeah. homages, no, but, yeah. but the whole thing, no, this, this no, it's, oh, it's, it's the fucking leg drop. Nobody kicks out of a leg drop. It's like, seriously? Yeah, the atomic leg drop, though. It's not just any leg drop, is it? It's the atomic but, you know, leg drop. At least if it's somebody like fucking Yokozuna doing it, you think it's got a bit, no, there's a bit of heft to it. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, Hulk Hogan's got massive fucking legs. You know, he's, getting, he's got massive arms, he's got massive legs as well. But anyway, um, just in case you're going along for the ride with us here, listeners, I hate to break this to you, but none of this is real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the show's real. I saw it this afternoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, rock wrestling exists. Yeah, it's actually probably more real than actual wrestling is. Um, but that's the thing that struck me the the strangest about it is like wrestling lends itself so well, especially to a cartoon. Like the opportunities yeah. there for taking for this to just be about life outside the ring and have them fighting each other and being essentially a very sort of childlike wonder version of what Raw and SmackDown would become. Yeah, but instead of doing that, we get like just nonsense it's it's fucking nonsense like there's nothing consistent about this show whatsoever is it i swear everybody must have been on drugs because it's absolutely fucking mental like just some of the things that have happened in the episodes that i watched i saw the baseball one as well there's that there's one where there's a horse jewel thief that they have to round up for the police because the jewel thief is running around stealing things yeah there's one one with the genie there's one with a genie. There's one where Junkyard Dog builds his own version of Frankenstein's monster, like a robot, and programs yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper's personality into it. it, it it's absolutely fucking batshit crazy. Like, yeah. and, and it feels like the storylines feel like they belong in something like the Flintstones or the Jess, yes. where it's just this kind of episodic comedy almost. Yeah, um, and actually, there's a very there's similar aesthetic as well. So the color palettes are very similar to those old Hanna Barberas as well. Yeah, they no, are. The, the, the colors aren't very. No, they're very muted. They're not very vivid. They're not. No, they're not very bright. They're very basic. You know, the, the, the character. No, they. No, it's the characters are very two tone. Like Hogan is yellow, and then he's got the black belt on. Piper is white, and he's got no. He's, he's got his blue trunks on. If they've not put him in a kilt for like two minutes, um, no, they, they're all in. No, they're all in their, in their wrestling trunks. But no, they've not gone out of the way to put any color into anything. So it all looks very drab, actually. It it all looks, and and this is really odd considering it was an official WWF product then, yeah. WWE WWF. Um, it looks cheap. Yeah, there's no other way to say it. This looks like it was cobbled together from fucking shoestrings and chewing gum, um, and it shouldn't be. Look, it's a Deke product. Yeah. Um, you know, Jean Chalopin's involved. We got you know all of all of the big hitters from Deke are all involved yeah. with this. Um, there's there's no reason that it should. I mean, look. We know Deke has its own look. It's not, none of it looks particularly slick, but it's all passable, isn't it? You yeah. Know? But I mean, like, even the, even the, 
the frame, no, the frame frame animation in this is really poor. It jump. There are so many drop frames where things jump. There is, and, and again, um, just even color even the, colors don't match. And... Colors don't match, and and it just the shows itself. You know, again, like it's it's Bruno Bianchi. Like this is this is somebody whose work we've talked about at length on this yeah. podcast, and who is generally good. You know, not occasionally exceptional, but always good. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's weird whether it's. Whether there's just a case of like it's fucking Hulk Hogan, the kids are gonna watch it, just fucking smash this shit out. Just but then, out, yeah. if you're doing that, why do you get people like? I guess maybe Deke itself was a small company, so I guess I don't know. That's conjecture on my part. But then you're like, well, who's our director? Well, it's it's Bianchi, isn't it? He directs anything. Get get him doing it. Um, but then the voice cast, conversely, is fucking huge. Yeah. Um, at the time, this was early days for these people, I guess. Yeah. Um, but let, let me just like run off some of these names. I've got it in front of me now. This is me researching live on air, as always, guys. Because <laughs> um, I I clocked a few in the credits, and I was like, hang on, I've got to get this up for the podcast. So yeah. we've got Charlie Adler. Yeah. We've got James fucking Avery in yep. this. Shredder. Uncle like, Phil. Well, Uncle Phil. Yeah, he's always Shredder. He's always, he's always Shredder. But yeah, he's um, yeah. It's, there, there's there's some names. I mean, the, the one I didn't Pat pick up. Yeah. Um, Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett like, was the one that surprised me. Actually, I, I I didn't clock him at all. Well, I didn't until I saw because I I think the Hogan voice is fucking excellent. Yeah. Like so the the actual I think all of the performances are, are decent, but the actual impersonations that that I they tend to, as all hell. Which some are good, some are bad. There's no there's none that are okay. They're either the Piper is shit. Charlie Adler's Piper is pretty fucking Piper's rough. fucking awful. Andre is awful. Junkyard Dog is pretty good. Superfly yeah. Snooker is excellent. Yeah. Hogan is... Hogan's impeccable. It's spot on. Like, if you close your eyes... But again, like... I think that's the fact that, no, it's it's a Hogan. We're selling it on with Hogan's name on it. We need to make sure that everyone, everyone thinks that fucking old Hogan. Yeah, and it, he really does. And, and when you actually think of Brad Garrett now and you hear his voice, you can see how actually, yeah, you just... Yeah. You maybe put a bit of gravel in there as well, and it's it's there, isn't it? He's got enough fucking baritone in his voice to pull yes. that off. Um, it, so he really such so you know the the cast. I mean, they can't have been cheap when you look how big the cast is as well. Plus, I guess even the likes of you know Hogan themselves and they'll take they'll have a payday for it. I mean, it's a public appearance at the end of the day. They're in like they might not be in the cartoon, but they're in the interstitials. I mean, I guess what they really did was just grab them backstage one afternoon and film yeah. a whole film bunch a load of them. I mean, there are only 26 episodes anyway, so it wasn't if they had a load to do. Is that all they were? Wow. Yeah, 26 across two scenes. So they, but they, some of them were two in one, some of them weren't. Yeah, I've noticed that. Some were like half hour long, some were like your two 15 minutes. And it was those shorter 15 minute ones then where you had like Bobby Heenan would pop up or yeah. Mean Gene and Hogan would pop up or yeah. whoever would just pop up and do a little skit, yeah. uh, which is worth the price of admission alone. Yeah, like they well, are I mean, the, the, really the Bobby Heenan good. ones were fucking hilarious. I mean, Bobby Heenan's always fucking hilarious. Like, yeah, I used to love Bobby Heenan. He was one of those that he, he was always like when 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 I started watching would been sometimes he he was he was always the heel manager. Yes, so he was always one of those. You wrote no, he was always despicable and he was always up to something. He was always plotting. He was always cheating and all the rest of it. But then I think it was about ninety two, ninety three. He moved to commentary. Um, he yes. moved to color commentary, and just it it was of him and uh, Vince at the time. Yeah, and and then him and Mon, uh, Grill Monsoon, and his fucking his wit and his sense of humor just came shining out. Uh, to this incredible. day, 
without a shadow of a doubt, the best color commentator that has ever sat behind a microphone. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind. Him, him and Gorilla together, especially. That, yeah, that just, was a hell of a double that's, that's the fucking dream team. Um, but yeah, one of the best managers as well um, of all time, if you ask me. Bobby Heenan is just a fucking legend in my yeah. book. And so, yeah, it, it's just a good time. Like, I, I'd forgotten about those interstitials and the first I, I one had I watched totally talking about it last week yeah, actually the very first thing that popped up on screen was Bobby Heenan cutting a promo when I was just like Suddenly oh my god right. yeah oh my god this is amazing like the, I, I was instantly fucking eight years old again it, like it took me right back and um, the thing of actually was the um do you remember the the vignettes used to get with uh, Mr. Perfect Yes. Yeah. It was. It was. It looked like it was going to be one of those where you no, know, because he was always in the gym or he's on a football field or he's always doing something incredible, mm. and it looked like it was going to be one of those. And then immediately you see Heenan can't do shit. Yeah. But he's really selling it. Yeah. And that's what it reminded me of was like was a piss take of the um, the Kurt Henning. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pro- yeah. I mean, absolutely that's... perfect. No pun intended. They absolutely perfectly executed. Again, another character that you just watch in the show go like, "Where's Mister Perfect?" Like, where are all the actual proper heels? Yeah, where the, like, yeah and where are people who can fucking wrestle? Well, yeah, but there's also... I don't, I don't know if this is fair, because we have, to, we have to look at the fact that it's based on another product. So the blame very much lies with Vince and the WWF and not with the producers of the show. But there's also the fact that it is very easy to categorize all of the heels as bad guys when they're Asian or Russian. Oh, they're, they're all foreign. Or, Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're all. And but then you know, having said that, they you know we've got people like um, Superfly Snooker. And... Yeah, so you still got Snooker and Andre on the uh, on the face side. Yeah, exactly. So you know, we, the, it is a bit of a cultural melting pot. But the cultural representations involved are wow. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I was wow. through Ricky earlier, um, and one of it obviously got references to various things, various articles. It's referenced, yeah. and my favorite. Um, my my favorite title where was it was um, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling should put a chokehold on itself and leave and, and go to sleep in the past. <laughs> so fucking hell, okay. Yeah, not a fan then. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. But uh, oh, yeah, that, that was a then wrestling cartoon puts a chokehold on taste. I mean, yeah, it is. It is appalling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it is terrible. Um, but but as I said, we we have to. I feel like we have to call it out because we do that with other shows. Yeah, yeah. So we can't we can't pretend like this didn't didn't happen. Okay, no. we we when things like this happen, it's important. I think as a culture that we acknowledge them and move past them and realize that they're wrong. We we've said this on the show before, um, but the finger very squarely needs to be pointed at the live action product which these are being yes. adapted from. They're no worse. You know, the representation of Mister Fuji is no worse to what he actually was on TV. No, um, exactly. It, it just feels worse because all of a sudden now he's an actual villainous character like he's a heel in wrestling yeah but now he's an actual villain now he's like a, he's, he's, that, he's that sneaky foreigner yeah or like like you, say, trust him. you know chic teaching a baseball team that they have to cheat to yeah, to, win, to win rather than uh, that sounds wrong now saying cheat to win when it's become associated with eddie guerrero later in life but yeah um, yeah, yeah but you're right it's quite funny. The only one, the one I did uh, read about, and I couldn't find it. Was um, it's it sounds actually that it it puts puts a softer spin on the villains. Where um, uh, Volkov's sister is um, she's a ballerina and she becomes injured, so he has to take her place. Now well, that I, I would have loved to have seen in real life and on the cartoon. Nikolai Volkov is weird though, isn't he? Even in this cartoon as well, because like he's a villain just because he's, he's Russian. Russian. Yeah, but like oh, he's oh, actually. Oh, it's his whole character is actually quite jovial and friendly and sweet. Yeah. Like he's and and that's how he's 
portrayed here as well. Yeah. So it's it, you know it, it's odd. To th- this is exactly what I'm talking about. Where he's he's the villain just because yeah. he's Russian. Like he's actually a pretty nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he's Russian, so he's got to be the villain. Yeah. I tell um, you what, though, I, I was quite interested. I remember thinking this, obviously thinking this at the time, because you know, this is sort of where you might was new to earlier. When I was no, when I was watching this, obviously, you know, half the people we were watching on TV weren't in this. Then, as as the TV product evolved, and you had they, they went from having sort of the more stereotypical characters like you no, know, like Volkov, like the Sheik, and they went into things like Doink, and you had, um, <laughs> yeah, no, you had um, like you no know, demolition went through that you no know, full on S and M phase, yeah, um, um, and you're thinking they're they're characters within a product that could quite easily transfer into something like this. This is what I'm saying. Like, I I don't understand why the decision was made to... I I think the roster that they've gone with is just because when they when they first decided they were making a cartoon, this was their roster. Yeah. I think I think this was put in development just as televised WWF was really hitting the stratosphere. Yeah, I mean, this was... And, eight, it was 85 it was first aired. So, I mean, this, you'd have been talking, <clears throat> what, Mania 2? <coughs> yeah, well, clearly you hadn't hit Mania 3 because Andre's a good guy. Yeah. So... Right, so clearly it it predates. So it's it's on the uptick, but it it's not the kind of worldwide phenomenon that it would become within the next two or three years. Um, and and you know we've seen that since with with WWE as well. They're at the Attitude Era, for instance. They were on top of the world. Yeah. Then they came crashing down for a while. Then they built themselves back up. Now, I mean, I don't know. For me, anyway, they're in a lull again. I haven't watched wrestling for a, a good, as I said last week, maybe even ten years approaching now. Um, but it, it comes in in peaks and troughs, and I feel like this was probably just put into action at the start of a climb towards one of those peaks, and then by the time they yeah. hit the peak, these characters hadn't come along. But so so the roster I understand, but the setup I I don't understand how like because because you've got these characters that everybody's familiar with, and even if they're not rightly or wrongly because of the cultural appropriation of things like they are easy to you understand who everybody is you could literally take them and put them in any high concept scenario yeah and it would for instance if you think back to the the sort of midpoint of the attitude era um the amount of merchandise and games that were coming out that had nothing to do with wrestling like i remember on on the gamecube having um wwe crush hour which was literally a demolition derby game yeah. where all the wrestlers were driving their own fucking muscle cars and stuff like yeah. that based on so Kane had one that shot flames out and the undertaker drove a hearse and yeah it, because those characters are there it's easy to pin them on that like why why couldn't this be something like that especially when you're going to call it rock and wrestling yeah. and it features neither rock nor wrestling no. so i don't really understand what it is and you know the intro seems to be quite focused around muscle cars and, yes. and the first episode is but then, short of the fact that Junkyard Dog's got a van and Hogan's got the Hulkmobile, it kind of it doesn't do anything with that. It could it could be wacky races with wrestlers if it wanted to be. And, and yes. you don't need the wrestling. It could just be, this is wacky races, but with wrestlers. Yeah. Fine. You know, the episodes where they're solving crimes. It could be Scooby-Doo with wrestlers. Yeah. Fine. Or it could be wrestling with wrestlers. Yeah. Fine. But it's none of those things. It's just like... Here's a bunch of characters, and you will watch this because it's Hulk Hogan. So yeah, it, it's almost it, like a load of shit stories we'll throw yeah. up against the wall. We, we've got a license. We've got a team of writers who are bored of writing our TV product, and they want to write something else. But we've got them under contracts; so they can't. We've got all these trademarks, all these gimmicks, all these characters, and we're doing fuck all with them, apart from putting them in a ring every week, twice a yeah. week, three times a week. 
how can we cash in on that? And that's all. That's what they've done. And, and you get the impression that these these things could have been written for any character. Yeah, absolutely. And they've just gone. Oh, we'll, we'll tell you what. We'll make that one Hogan. We'll make that one Piper. Yeah. And it's it's between the Sharks and the Jets. There'll be heels and faces. Job done. It, it's exactly that. It feels almost. Um, it, it feels like a comic strip. Yeah. And, and I don't mean a, a newspaper comic strip. I'm talking more. This is might be lost on some of our uh, overseas listeners, but something more that would be belonging in something like Beano or Dandy at the time, where you had yeah. you had these characters. You had Dennis the Menace. You had Minnie the Minx. You had the Bass Street Kids, and you knew who they were. But every week they would just be a one-page, sometimes two-page story featuring those characters. You didn't have to do any legwork with the characters. You yeah. understood them. You just put them in it's classic situational comedy. You just threw them in a situation and you saw what happened. Yeah. And this is literally that. It's like you know who all these characters are. So here's what happens when they get caught up in an international dual heist. Here's what happens when they get caught up on a movie set yeah. and wager their cars. Here's what happens when they go to Little League Baseball. It's it's that essentially, yeah. um, and as a kid, I didn't mind that at all. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. As an adult now, I'm watching it and like I I enjoy the nostalgia of it, but I'm watching it going like this this really is fucking horseshit. Like this, the writing is appalling. The stories are going nowhere. I'm just watching it go like I really want the next interstitial. Can we just? In fact, um, for those of you out there uh, who may want to go searching for this if it just skip the cartoons youtube has all of the interstitials cut together just awesome. watch those just watch those oh i didn't uh, find that yeah there there's there's a video where it's just all the live action segments cut together watch those also um i'm sh- i'm sure this is probably out there and freeze framed somewhere um but i have to watch the credits a lot when i edit this and i've already started doing it um watch the opening credits and there's a woman in pink who takes a hilarious, hilarious pratfall uh, when everybody's <laughs> swarming. Like, really obvious as well. Once you see it, you will never unsee it. Uh, she takes a really obvious pratfall when everybody's swarming Hogan in the credits. She's right at the top of the screen. Um, this this larger lady, being polite, uh, dressed in pink. And she just takes a fucking face-first dive and gets trampled. It's horrible. <laughs> I hope she was okay. I mean, she does get up. They show her getting up in the credits. But again, it just speaks to maybe the production value of this, that that got through and nobody went, hold on a minute, perhaps we better reshoot this because that poor woman has been trampled there. Yeah, um, and she's going to have to live that down. That's going to be on TV. It's, it's horrendous, honestly. Like if It's worth watching that, if nothing else. Just watch the credits and look for this woman being trampled. It's right, right at the end, and she's at the top of your screen. It's really bad. Yeah, um, it, it may be playing now while we're talking on, uh, on the video. Oh, yeah, of course. You can do that now. I forget we go on video. Um, yeah, <laughs> everyone mean, else, apparently. They, maybe maybe freeze frame it and draw a circle around it or something. Or am I making too much work for you now? That sounds an awful lot like effort. Okay, uh, don't bother doing that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I made it. See how much time I got. It, it, it's horrible. Um, but yeah, definitely go and watch the interstitials. It's worth it, like I said, for the Bobby Heenan stuff alone. Um, that was instantly for me, like... Like I said, I, I didn't. I've watched quite a lot of this show. All right, I've watched it quite a lot over the past couple of years. It's not because the cartoon's any good, because it's fucking not. Um, but it, it does just make me feel eight years old again. Bobby Heenan, especially, like it just yeah. it's, it just melts my heart seeing him on screen. I'm just like I'm a tiny little kid again. He's just watching an absolute genius performer, yeah. just literally writing on the spot, just ad libbing, and just ah. It, it's worth it for that alone. It's it's that, but also, I mean, in the one or two I saw, his physical comedy. You never got to. He never got to do physical comedy in in the actual product. Yeah. So seeing him, seeing him trying to lift fucking weights, 
and yeah. no, not being able to pick it up and balance it on a crook of, it, a crook of his elbow and stuff like that. Again, no, that's all stuff that he'd have gone, what's the stupidest thing I can do with this set of weights? Yeah. I know. I'll know. I'll sit on it. I'll balance it on my neck. All this yeah. sort of stuff. I know. And I mean, no, they, they, they kind of spoiled the gag a bit because you had these massive these massive um, weights on the on the bar behind him. And then you saw the fact that he had like fucking 15s on, on either side. You know, he had bugger all weight on it anyway. And they missed a really, a really good opportunity with that to allude to the fact that there were huge weights on it and, and then pull out at the end to see that he had fuck all on the bar and it was empty. Yeah, or had or had two wrestlers from his stable actually yeah, holding out the lift, it? Yeah. But, um, but it, it's it's odd that he's in those because he doesn't. At least he hasn't in any episodes I've seen. He doesn't crop up in the cartoon. No. Whereas like you know, me and Gene is in some of these interstitials yeah, as well, but he pops up in the cartoon. Yeah. Randomly, just pops up out of nowhere in the middle of an episode, like animated with his microphone. Like yeah. there's, there's this fucking running gag with it almost. He'll come out of nowhere. Like he'll just pop out. From the corner of the screen and stick well, a microphone kind of, in Hogan's That's face. kind of what he used to do anyway, wasn't it? No, that's just what Mean Gene was for. But again, it kind of lends itself then to that backstage kind of thing that they were yeah. doing in the nineties. I I don't understand. I don't understand this product. I I don't. No, I, I don't really either. don't know what they're going for with it, other than a way to fucking sell more merchandise. But realistically, who's buying fucking rock and wrestling merchandise? If you want wrestling merchandise, you're buying actual. Wrestling merchandise, aren't you? Yeah, but then again, I mean, if this if this is on VHS at the time, I mean, there's not going to be a lot else. I mean, the the WWF output on VHS at the time, because you know, if this is eighty five, eighty six, WF isn't that old at this point in in the form it's in with with you know, with Vince merging all the territories and all that sort of stuff. So it th- there isn't that much to pull together. So even if things say right, well, we can stick out a new brand of action figures that follow this. If we can stick out some T-shirts, we can stick out fucking pajamas and bedspreads and all that sort of shit that you used to get for everything stick out yes, a couple of vhs's yeah. as well people are going to buy it because again people might not want to be what might not want their kids watching wrestling at this point but they'll be aware of it and go oh well yeah there you go you can you can have a, have a tape of that rather than a tape of Hogan a into, into, into a into a cage uh that's that's actually that's a good point and that's the parent in you talking whereas me i don't give a fuck um no, neither do i but, but, yeah. but it, yeah that that's a good point like it and especially at the time um, you know, if it was a cartoon, it was for kids, so yeah. parents would have been like, Oh, it's fine, kids can watch that. It's a fucking cartoon, it doesn't matter, especially because it's on first thing in the morning as well. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter, they can watch that, it's fine. It's how I got away with watching just about every anime I watched as a child. Oh, it's a cartoon, it's fine, yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I guess you're right, I, I hadn't thought of it like that. It's a cartoon, so they're allowed to do that. I, I was never one of those kids that wasn't allowed to watch wrestling, so that uh, we, we were, I, I, um, my head. Similar sort of time, I tried to put my grandfather in a sleeper. He was on, he was on a on a chair. I I got up behind him, and I apparently re I really hurt his neck. I mean, that's what we did. You know, we talked about it on the Gladiators episode. That's what we did as kids. Like, but I, that's, that's, that is you know, monkey see, monkey do. Um, yeah. and so my yeah, my parents were quite you no know, thing for a while. That we couldn't watch it. I mean, my, to be fair, my mother also banned me from watching The Simpsons, and that still stands. I think. Really? Yeah, because they said damn and stuff like that, and so well, fucking hell, you know. You met wow. me? Wow. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, as far as I'm aware, she's never rescinded that. So at the age of almost 40, I'm fairly sure my mother still doesn't want me watching The Simpsons. Um, I mean, she can't enforce that now, could she? So you're fine. She couldn't you're, then, let's be you're fair. A grown, you're a grown-ass man. And, and it's fucking on Disney Plus now. So. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, same set grandfather used to record it for us on a Sunday night on Sky with a load right. of other stuff and then give us a tape on a Monday. So yeah. we'd so, have it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But no, I that never entered my head that it could be a like yeah, a softer way. And maybe that's why there's no wrestling in it. Maybe, maybe you're on you might be onto something here. 
Maybe, or maybe just they, didn't have the anim- they didn't have the skills to animate it. Well, maybe it's going to be hard to animate a leg drop. It's, it's very technical. I mean, they, they do have... There are fights, though. Yeah. So I, I don't see... I, I think you're onto something. I think it the reason be, they don't, don't wrestle is, is the violence thing, because... It, it could be. I mean, I've not, I've not read that anywhere. You know, that may be the case. It may just be that they didn't know that they wanted to do something different instead. Um, but then, look, all the best cartoons of the time were violent as hell, and they were selling toys. Like, can oh, you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine if fucking He-Man and Transformers and Thundercats was about them fucking just dicking around in hot rod cars instead of twatting each other with swords? Yeah. Like, would we have watched it? No. Would we fuckers like? Like, we, who gives a shit? Like. I want to. I want to see people kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I, I don't want to see. I don't, yeah, I don't want to see fucking hot rod races. Or like, if I'm gonna watch that, that's a different kind of cartoon, and you need to yeah. package it to me differently. Yeah, if, so, if, if, if you if you're setting up wacky races and set up wacky races. Yeah, like you know, some of the, my favorite shows that we've done since we started SMP, you know, things like Get Along Gang are innocent as all hell. Yeah, but that's fine. That is what you're selling me when you're selling me rock and wrestling. Yeah, and you get neither rock nor wrestling. Well, yeah, I mean, there's even this whole thing that they work into the show that Roddy Piper apparently hates rock and roll in this show. Like, it, it's it's his, like, Achilles heel. Like, I hate rock and roll. Like, hang on. Right. First of all, where's that come from? And yeah. secondly, I kind of feel like, as a character, Piper would be the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Like, he's he's rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Why would he? He's not exactly going to go home and listen to Beethoven. Like, well, bagpipes, obviously. Bagpipes, obviously, yeah, but still, I, yeah, I don't think he'd he's be... going to be done one into the bar, cracking skulls, and 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 doing a bit of head banging while he's at it. You would, you would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know where that came from. It, it just doesn't ring true to character at all. And that, to be fair, I think that is the only thing that doesn't ring true to character. Other than that, you know, Hogan is yet the you know all American fucking Captain America type that he is in the ring, you know. Superfly is is Superfly. Junkyard Dog is Junkyard Dog. They they get the characters right. They yeah. just for some reason don't have them fighting each other. I don't fucking understand. I don't I don't know what this show is other than no. a, a load of animated wrestlers dicking around. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I, I've never really understood understood Hulk Hogan either because when I came to wrestling in about eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety, whenever it was, he looked like a fucking old dude. He was bald. With the fucking hair down the back of his head, he looked. He had a walrus on his face, and he looked fucking old. Yeah, but apparently he's only in his sixties now, so that would have meant he looked like that when he was in his fucking twenties. Well, this is the thing in it because I always thought he was an old man as well, as you said, and it, and it is specifically the bald head and the mustache, isn't it? That's yeah. what it is. But then that is Hulk Hogan. Without them, he's not Hulk Hogan, is he's, he? He's not. But I mean, it it just doesn't track. No, that and I mean, especially when you're a kid watching this sort of stuff. Old people are bald. Like my grand, both my grandfathers were bald because they were both fucking ancient. Mm. They weren't in their late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, you know. But so I mean, I... The, you don't associate you don't associate seeing people who are that fucking bald of that age. Like, no, that that would be my parents' age, not my, no, not my grandparents' age. But he looked like my, he looked like my grandfather, just with I a porn star tash. I don't think it was just that he was bald. I think it was that he had the fucking kind of monk wreath going on. Is that he was bald on top and he had. The long yeah. hair down down the back. Yeah, I think no, if he'd have been, fucking talk, but yeah. I, I think if he'd have been completely fucking bald. Oh, that yeah, that'd be fine. You'd have accepted that. that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the fact that it, it, he looked older because he was trying to match. Obviously, you can't wear a wig in the ring, so That's he he did. looked older for it. And yeah, the tash as well, rather than say the goatee. You know, yeah. it's why it's why, for instance, you know, you look at as wrestlers 
start to age you know traditionally when they're younger you know all of them have long hair just because it helps mask things in the ring for one and it looks fucking cool all right they can speak when the hair falls forward they can speak to each other that's part of the thing and it's easy to grab hair and stuff like that okay it, it helps with the work rate but also like as they get older like they're aware that that looks shit so you see as they start to age out and they start to sag a bit the hair starts to get shorter as well and then eventually if they stick around long enough off it comes like yeah. they will just shave it off and they'll go bald because they look younger for it yeah hogan didn't seem to get that memo did he no i think but hogan went the other way because when once he went to um once it certainly once it's at the um nwo angle and he had the fucking no he, he had the beard with it as well then yeah. and, and and no and then the bandana was always on as well so you know even when he when he was wrestling the bandana was always on mm. so you didn't see the top of his head anymore so all of a sudden he, he just looked he looked like fucking dog the bounty hunter yeah you know, so all of a sudden it didn't matter that he was no he was bald and old looking because he you know he looked fucking vicious. Yeah. So I mean that he kind of went the other way. He kind of actually started to look younger and cooler as he got older. Yeah, it. it he's just a weird. It, he is a weird character, isn't he? When you look back yes. on Hogan now, oh, like, he's a weird cat. Uh, weird well, as, as a person, yeah. But I mean, even his whole wrestling persona as well. He's, oh he's yeah. Just, it's weird. It's it's the most pure distillation of what a baby face should be you know yes. he's but that should be boring and yes. yet it's it's not even like even now even when you watch early hogan matches now right he can't fucking wrestle no his, his matches were terrible put him on a stick he was fucking, no. he looks he looks old yeah he's like he has no real angle as such he's yeah. just an all-american he, hero his, his moveset makes him look old as well because and I, I don't know whether this is part of it, its time but again the leg drop and the fucking the, the stiff punch, no, the stiff punches and the clotheslines. He, he never did anything particularly energetic or particularly acrobatic. He was a big dude who could pick people up and drop them on their asses. And that was yeah. it. Yeah. He just looked like he was just cut from fucking granite. Yes. Yeah. And and that was always the thing. I mean, as as I moved on with it, so I've got into sort of you know, 92, 93. So looking at like sort of you know, Shawn Michaels come through Brett, you no, know, Bret Hart, who you no. Know, fucking work rate on him the ability on him but because he because he didn't look like he'd been carved from fucking stone mm. he wasn't it took a long time for him to actually get given a shot yeah and, and also, that's Vince's thing with them smaller guys and all the rest of them, and that's that's well documented but it's it's all you know, hogan kind of epitomizes that side of it as well whereas you don't have to be good as long as you're big yeah you're big and charismatic basically because because yeah. ultimately you know everything we said that that's the truth of it is as as you were just about to say then, then we went off down a a different avenue like yeah he's all of those things but put a microphone in his hands yeah and he's just captivating because he, yeah, he, he starts he starts just giving it the whole oh brother and all that and you're just like what well, you're in you'll just sit there and listen like yeah. you know I, I could listen to him all fucking night I, I mean i wouldn't because he's a fucking crazy man now just like yeah, is. yeah <laughs> he'll say some shit you don't want to hear yeah he definitely will um but yeah again that that can't translate into a cartoon because there's no character there and he's not doing the voice as much as it's a good imitation. Like it's yeah. not him and he's not shooting. They're not just putting a mic in front of him and go, right. Uh, you got 20 minutes. Like yeah, just say some nuts. shit. Yeah. Go nuts. Talk about fucking just remember prayers, vitamins, brother, little Hulkamaniacs. Yeah. Pythons. Yeah. Off yeah. you go. Don't, don't say anything about your daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, I was reading actually about it, about this yesterday. Um, that when uh, when they launched WWE Network in 2014, I think it was, and um, this was on there. Um, right. Okay. I didn't realize that one of their archive original products. It was on there, and then obviously you had the whole you know, scandal where he got kicked out of the Hall of Fame and all that sort of shit, and they took it down. 
and they've never put it because of the because of some of the criticism it's had over some of its stereotypes and all the rest of it. They've never put it back up. I mean, the last thing you want is a show as racist as this is, <laughs> with Hulk Hogan's name in front of it. Like that well, is yeah. that's a recipe for disaster, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like absolutely, that's a surefire recipe for disaster. Um, and, and when I say it's racist, I don't mean it's it's not overtly like racist it's not like people are walking around just insulting other cultures but it's just the representation it's, yeah it's, it's just a, lo- a load of archetypes it's horrible it's yeah. it's horrible it's, and you, it's look, we always get at least one in these shows it's just unfortunately a product of the time like we, we yeah. call this sort of shit out all the time but this is absolutely built on it like but then again as, as you said the, the the wf product you had in the 80s that's what it was it was Johnny Foreigner spoiling things. Here comes Hulk Hogan to save the day. Yeah, and that. And I mean, and they've done that. They've repeated that where they brought him back for you know, segments in various WrestleManias and shit. That's what they do. They bring yeah. in Hulk Hogan to save the day because well, he's, I mean, he's they their did Superman. It. That's yeah. what he is. He's he's their Superman. Like when the threat gets too big, you just yeah. here you comes Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, yeah. but it. nobody else can do it. You call in Hulk Hogan. That, yeah. That's that's it. I mean, he's not anymore because not allowed to work anymore. So, <laughs> but that's what it would have been. I mean, yeah. I don't oh, know. He's what... pushing. He is pushing to get one last, uh, one last uh, match. See, and and you know the thing is, like we say this all the time. Like you know, we can we can rag him all night and say that he's you know we know now he's not a very nice human being and stuff like that. If he comes back for one more match, I'm watching it. Oh fuck yeah! It'll suck, but I'll watch it. Um yeah, he's been, apparently he's been pitching it for a couple of years, and they were gonna do it before the whole scandal broke. Mm-hmm. Um, they were pushing for him and Vince to have a, a, a another Mania showdown to finish both their careers. Oh my God, that would be horrible. That would be the worst match in history. Well, the last time they did it was when they they needed yeah. Piper to come and save it. I mean, that, that's just oh yeah. What, so, what that, that's do? what he was. That's what he was pitching. But that no, I mean, fucking Vince is seventy five or something now. He's not in the state to do it. Hogan's not in the state to do it. He hasn't been for years. But I think oh, they've, they've kind of given up on that idea. They're just going to wheel him out for fucking Legends night and shit like that. Yeah, you'll just sort of grace, well, not gracefully retire off into the he'll, sunset. He'll just he's, he's doing at some the point, opposite right? of being graceful. Um, yeah. You know, I, it surprises me that he doesn't at least work in TV and film more. Um, what he, the problem is, everybody knows what he's like now. That's the problem. That's that's what's killed. I mean, people have people have seen him outside the ring, outside the persona. I mean, you had the whole thing with the sex tape, um, which. For a certain audience, will have done wonders for credibility. I was going to say, I don't think I don't think that hurt him too much. To that it. didn't though. The whole, everything that followed with the multiple lawsuits and all the rest of it yeah. that that didn't help him. Um, he popped up at T- in TNA for a while, and the TNA style. I mean, their their in ring style is very good. Their their backstage stuff is fucking terrible. It's shot like uh, you know this of the the this of the the scripted reality shows you get coming out of America. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of those. Um, and I, I only stunned it for a while. It just got really fucking annoying. Um, but so I mean, but he was he was very instrumental in that. They, they had this whole thing where um, Bubba Ray Dudley was their champion for a while under a different name because obviously he can't be Bubba uh, can't be Bubba Ray. I think he was Bully Ray. Um, but Hogan was the general manager, and Bubba was married to his daughter, and they had this whole fucking triangle thing. I was like, it's just not fucking. Who cares? Just beat people up in the ring, hit somebody with a chair, you know, get the tables. Yeah. That's what that's what people want to see. They don't. That's they, what they don't see, want to yeah. see. shit. No, and that's bringing it back around because we just went on a whole wrestling fucking yeah, yeah. journey for a quarter of an hour. But I guess that was always going to happen on a, on a rock and wrestling episode. Yeah. Um, it, it comes back to that again, doesn't it? This isn't what we want to see from a wrestling product, yeah. unfortunately. Now, no, that's right. Having having said all of that, I've watched a fucking lot of this. <laughs> and I haven't. I've watched a couple. I can't, I can't say I've enjoyed it. 
Right, I can't say I've enjoyed it, but I have kept watching it for its sheer nostalgia. And, we, and yeah. we've talked about this with a few shows before as well, where you know they're not good, but they just they take you back. The, yeah, the power true. of nostalgia is massive. Like it, it's absolutely massive, and it can overcome a lot. Uh, so yeah, it for me it has let me just sit down and watch quite. And these are fucking long as well, mind you. Yeah. These are like half an hour long. So well, yeah, this, this is an investment. And especially when you get the ones that are a single episode, that they're a single story in one half hour episode. Fucking hell, they're, yeah. they're hard work. Yeah, they are. They are hard going. But for some reason, I just stick with it. Maybe it's maybe it is just, oh, I want to see who's on the next interstitial. And like I say, you could, yeah. I could just stick those on and watch them. But I don't. I've just put it on and I've, I've watched it through. So there's still something there. But I think that's more unique to me. Yeah. And it may be unique to you out there as well. You know, I, th- I think it's it's a shared thing. This isn't like when I say unique to me, this isn't like it's unique to Chris. This is unique to people who were into wrestling at that, at time. that time. Yeah, I-, I think, you know, to anyone, a generation after us or a generation before us, this yeah. would be just like, what the fuck is this? Because yeah, it's, it's it is. not going to hold water at all. I'll make no bones about it. It's fucking dreadful. <laughs> It's it's it is. not it's terrible. good. It's not good at all. Like there are some very famous actors in it, okay, and the voice, as I say, the voice work is is pretty good. But everything else about it is fucking atrocious. The stories make no sense. It's not funny in the slightest. Yeah. It's got nothing to say, nothing to offer. There's no ongoing arc. The animation is appalling. The art design is appalling. Like yeah. it's. It's not good. It's terrible, terrible show. Yeah. But I watched a lot of it because yeah. it's, it's, Hulk Hogan. It's, it's quite interesting actually because I mean there's they're on WWE Network. They've got a show called um, Camp WWE, and oh. it's like it's like a, you know, the, the the wrestlers are at summer camp. They're no, they're younger versions. Oh, of as opposed camp. to them just open hand slapping each other. Yeah, um, and they it's quite interesting. They've got some of the um, some of the older. Um, Superstars and personalities are in it. So Vince is himself, Ric Flair is himself, Sergeant Slaughter is himself, Lex Luger's Lex Luger appears as himself, Godfather, Jake Roberts. But then Lex when you get Express. Yeah. You know, I didn't know he was still around. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, this was a couple of years ago. He might not be he might he might have died now. Oh no, um, I didn't mean he was de- whether he was I, dead or not. I just that is a I mean, name I haven't thought about in like fucking hell, 30 years, yeah. probably. And yet as soon as you said it, Lex Express first straight in the head. Yeah, straight away. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, all of those guys are there in it as themselves. And when you get to current or no, semi-active people, so Cena, The Rock, Triple H, Undertaker, Big Show, they they were all done by actors because again they were all on the road and they couldn't they didn't have the time to do it. Right. But that is rather than doing what rock and wrestling did, which was make a show about fuck all, where they make it really fucking Scooby Doo every week and make it as out there as they can and make it as wild and as non-related to anything. In this one, they've gone right. Well, these are all wrestlers. So that's fine. We'll put them in a in a scenario where they can still all be wrestlers. They just we we need to put them so we need to position them somewhere where they can tell fucking campfire stories, and like you get sto- you get stories based on their, their sort of you know parodies of, of stories from their own careers sort of thing. But at least there's something to hang it on. That and makes it's more an infin- sense. It's an infinitely better product, and it looks. I mean, the animation style isn't great. I don't like the character the character designs because it's just that more modern type of uh, drawing anyway, which doesn't fucking appeal to me anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, it's 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 animated well. It looks slick. It sounds good. Um, but yeah, it's it's got a product to it's it's got a product to hang on. Um, I've never I've just heard of it. Actually, there's um there's a there's a really good uh, gag in it which I've forgotten about. Um, Triple H plays his own father called Quadruple H. <laughs> That's funny. 
See, that's fucking brilliant. That's, that's meta as well. Funny. Yeah, that's funny. There's nothing of that level in rock yeah. and wrestling. I'm just I'm just quickly looking it up now because I've never heard of it. And you're right, those character designs are horrible. Yeah. But the show itself is funny. They, I mean, they look like they've been drawn in fucking Microsoft Paint. Yeah. Um, they look horrible. But yeah, you're right. It's got something to hang yourself on. And like again, you could go down that route with this, where it's like the restless telling stories. They could all go off on flights of fancy, even. Exactly. You don't even need to explain it. Like, look how well Muppet Babies worked. Yes. Where the setting was literally like, here's all the characters you know, but the babies. And because they're babies, they're going to play every week. So we can do Star Wars. We yeah. can do Raiders of the Lost Ark. We can do E.T. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. But but it's the Muppets. Yeah. Why not do that with this cast? Yeah. It's whatever the fuck you want it to be. It's a haunted yeah. house this week. And here's why. Yeah. Just, but but it's not that either, is it? It's just well, this is it's, it's kind of set, it, it kind of has the ability to be that because I mean they do have those episodes whereby there's a no, there's, I think there's an old wrestler comes into town looking looking for help to get rid of ghosts from his guest house. So have a fucking ghost story out of it. Yeah. There's one where Hogan and Volkov go off into they get, they they go off into space to rescue some stranded astronauts because you know space race obviously Cold War fine go pit, pit them off against each other whatever. But well, you can have a space adventure. But don't try and hang it on. This is Hulk Hogan going to rescue people in space. This is the thing, and I think you can even do that. You can hang it on. This is Hulk Hogan going to rescue people in space. But what they don't do is the writing isn't clever enough to, like with Muppet Babies, to lean into the fact that right, we're going to space, so this is going to be Flight of the Navigator, yeah, or or Star Wars or yeah. whatever it's going to be. Like, but they don't do that. There's mm. no. It seems to exist in its own little cultural bubble. I think that's yeah. the problem. Like it doesn't, it doesn't sort of break the fourth wall. Other than when we get the vignettes, yeah. the live action interstitials, and it, and it seems to exist in its own thing. As though WWF itself that we watch on TV isn't a thing. It's, yeah. it's like it's in a separate universe. It, it's not. What I'm trying to say is, it needs to be more meta. Essentially, yes. for, for that to work, it needs to be more meta, and yeah. it's not. And again mid 80s maybe that's a bit too forward thinking but then muppet babies couldn't have been much maybe, more than yeah two or three years behind this much difference was there and they pulled it off yeah so again it just comes down to i think somebody just backed up a huge truck of money and okay. went ah oh, we don't care just, just make, fucking, get us on tv whatever. we want uh, fucking cheaper you do it the more money you can keep yeah happy yeah. days all right off you go but that's what it feels like to me this feels like a very cheap cash in and yeah unfortunately um they got away with it and i say unfortunately i fucking loved it as a kid so yeah. did his did his job didn't it and i've watched a lot of it now and yeah, look it, it gave me the warm fuzzies like yeah. i said seeing seeing those characters on stuff that you know i've i've got quite a few wrestling i nearly said home videos then i'm showing my age I'm 40, <laughs> 40 next week everybody i'm showing my fucking age they're not home videos quite a few wrestling dvds and blu-rays that i can go back and watch sort of classic matches and things like whenever I want. Um, but those are ones that I've seen many, many times. So I yeah. know what I'm letting myself in for. And and it's been so long since I saw these original ones now that it's it's almost like fresh material. It's like just discovering yeah. the stuff that you've never seen before. And it's still fucking good. You know, like but I feel like we're blowing smoke. But Bobby Heenan again, there is there is nobody in even in the Attitude era, maybe the rock. That you could you could go back to and watch an old promo like that and be just as entertained. Like he, it's it's like a school for how to cut a promo. Watching Bobby Heenan on this on these yeah. little fucking vignettes, it's amazing. Um, and so it's worth it for that alone. For yeah. me. you know, for that it gets a double thumbs up. 
for everything else, fucking appalling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think that's right. I mean, I, I, I've not watched as many as I would have liked to. Um, just didn't have time as usual, and life and all the rest of it. Um, so, but I probably watched, I don't know, four or five. Um, would like to watch much more. Not going to now because I haven't got time. We've got other shit to watch as well. Well, we're um, on to the next thing now. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how it works. We, we watch as much as we can before we record this, and then we forget yeah. it ever existed. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I mean, it was entertaining. Same as you. It, it was nostalgic as all fuck. As soon when once I saw it, I was like, oh, this yeah. no, this is going to be amazing. And then I got about two minutes in, and I was like, really, this is it? Fuck. It, it's kind of sucks when that happens as well, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it, there, it, there are a few shows we've done that where it, it does just completely that pulls the wind out of yourself. It drains and, you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Don't get me wrong, I, I, I'm still carried on with it because A, because we had to for the show, but B, because I was like, well, maybe this is a bad episode, maybe it picks up because I remember it being so much better than this. And then I go back and think, no, you were fucking five, you moron. It's a big part of it. Big part <laughs> that, of it. That, that, that's a lot of it, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I am disappointed, but I'm not really surprised that it didn't hold up. Um, as you say, I, I'm not surprised in the light in, in this no. sort of in the least. I didn't expect this to be good. I had very low expectations. Yeah, so. I, had, I had hopes for no expectations. I mean, you, you're right. It does seem like um, somebody just gone. Tell you what, it's a bunch of money. We need to be on TV more. Have at yeah, it. basically. Uh, and um, that's kind of it. Um, and as you said, no, there's there's appearance fees for every time they do the um, the inserts and all that. So the the the, the cast are going to be happy to do it. The the cast, you know, the the voices for the animation, they're going to be happy because they're getting paid. And no, and anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a gig at the end of the day, and it's it's, it's WWF. It's going to be massive. Everyone's going to watch this fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're asked to be the voice of Hulk Hogan in this cartoon, like, that's a huge fucking gig. Yeah, that looks amazing on the fucking CV. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that's that's it a looks massive. Looks better than Ray's brother. I don't know. I mean, everybody loves Raymond. Was pretty fucking huge. It was, but you know, when when you put on the CV, I was the least Hulk Hogan. I was Hulk Hogan in Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, or I was Ray's brother, and everyone loves Raymond. One looks Every- better than the other. One looks cooler. Yeah, I guess. I guess. One, everybody- one is infinitely better than the other. Miles. Miles <laughs> but better. One looks more impressive on the CV. Yeah, I'll give you that. You're right. But um, yeah, no, I mean, the, it, it is what it is, I think. You know, it's it was never going to be great. It was never going to be groundbreaking. And I think we were always going to go back to it and go, all oh, right, okay, it's Vince in the 80s when he, when he didn't have to be politically correct and he didn't have to worry about sponsors and shit because they were just getting the product off the ground and people were watching because they didn't have so many channels they want so much choice and there wasn't yeah. a great deal of competition either no here's here's the thing it is an absolutely a product of its time in that in that thing like the 80s was a much different time anyway yeah. vince was yeah as you say allowed to get away with murder he was the only game in town basically even before he bought up all the other territories like we're well in front of the Monday Night Wars here. Nobody oh, else is yeah. challenging him for, for real nationwide TV coverage. Let alone well, worldwide TV there. coverage. I mean, no. you've got they're they're doing. They, he's bought up all the territories in the Northeast. You've still got WCW, and you've still got a handful dotted around the place, but nobody that can compete. No, um, so, just because of the sheer scale. So yeah, he, as I said, he's the only game in town. He's getting away with what he wants, and solely because people are thinking, right, wrestling's on TV. This is on two, three times a week in the various different guises. People know who Hulk Hogan is. People know who Roddy Piper is. People know who Andre is. Let's get these fuckers on TV as much as we can in as many forms as we can. I mean, I remember I had, um, it was pre-Game Boy, none of the handheld games you had, this of the single program. The little Tiger electronics. It was, so, it was like that. but it was Like built an LCD into, game. Yeah, but yeah. it was built into like an arcade-type console, a handheld, arcade-shaped handheld console. Right. And it was fucking weird. But it was a WrestleMania one, and you played as Hogan, and you and you had five opponents throughout the game. It was slightly later than um, than than this, 
but you started off with Earthquake, then you had DBRC, then you had Perfect, then I can't remember who the fourth one was, and the last one was Roddy Piper. Right. So again, kind of feeding into this, but I mean, yeah. again, because it had it had WWF WrestleMania on it, and it was like it was even before the um, the Mega Drive game, the the WrestleMania Mega Drive game, which was I remember being fucking awesome. I'll probably be horrified if I played it now. Um, they're but, not. I, they're not bad. Those old two D wrestling games are not bad. They're yeah. better than most of the fucking two K whatever oh, shit gets put out shit. now. Yeah. And the problem with two K is they keep changing the controls. You get used to one, and then two years later they change the entire control scheme. It's not been a good wrestling game since WrestleMania 18. <laughs> that's, that's my defense um, with. I don't know. I, th- I think bef- they had a run bef- when it was still Ukes before they went to 2K. So run about 2012, 13. Yeah. They, were, they were all right. And then they went there. Um, Ukes went and they, they went to 2K. And the animation's gone to shit. The controls have gone to shit. Considering it's the same product and they're just updating it every year, they just try too much. To, they try to make it too different every year to make you want to buy it. Mm-hmm. And let's be fair, and I've, I've thought this before. If you have a serial game like that, so a WWE, a fucking boxing one, a football one, an NFL, whatever, they'd be better off saying, right, instead of selling you a new one for 50, 60 quid every year, we'll charge you three quid a month, subscription. five quid a month, subscription model, and we will constantly update it. I don't understand. This is way off topic. I don't understand why they don't. Well, I mean, I do understand why they don't do yeah. that. It's because clearly people are buying FIFA every year and then they're yeah. buying Ultimate Team and stuff like that as well. Yeah. It, right. So they, they're dropping a the coin on it. But when you look at the way the first person market has gone and, and shooters and stuff like that and everything's become games as a service. Yeah. So you need your Destiny Battle Pass. You need your Call of Duty Battle Pass. You know, you buying the yeah. base game at what is essentially knockdown rate, or in the case of things like Destiny and things like that, fucking give them away eventually. Yeah. You know, see also Fortnite, which is completely fucking free. Yeah. People are just spooning money out on a subscription service. And look, this is coming with games. I think, you know, you only got to look yeah. at the way Microsoft are going with Game Pass and how that's taken off it's, compared it's to what PlayStation are doing. But this, that's way games. off topic for us. Yeah. But... but I mean, it's, it's one thing I've never understood. Because I mean, I, and I've done it in the past, I've, I've, I think this is probably the only the second year I haven't bought the, a new FIFA uh, since about 2010. And the only yeah. fucking difference, no, they, they don't play that much differently. The only difference is the rosters are different and the kits are different. Yeah, I and, mean, I, I, I don't play it because I know fuck all about football yeah. and it's lost but, on me. But so. it's, no, same with, no, with, with Madden and with, with hockey and all the rest of it. The only reason you buy it is for the updated fucking, no, the updated rosters. Yeah, the game's it, the same. The, the just... gameplay is exactly the same. I mean, you occasionally will get something that changes it completely. They'll change your control, or they'll add a feature which makes it, makes the gameplay whatever. So they'll do that. But no, no, most people are buying it just to have the most up to date version. Mm. And, and especially with the price of games now, you know, now we've gone to next gen, and you're talking 60, 70 quid a game. Yeah, you, know, you can't it, afford to do that. Every you, year. you can't justify it. So I mean, as I, I do think they'd be better saying, right, we'll charge you, we'll charge you a tenner for the game. Yeah. You know, so here's your license for the game. But if you want no, you've got to subscribe to it because otherwise it's just gonna you you'll get the basic bit where you can play a friendly with two teams that you can't choose, or with yeah. with two wrestlers you can't choose, and that'll be it. You can't do the full game mode, and then you fucking yeah. fire into the five or a month. So in in a year you're still spending your sixty quid, but well, and you get your up to date version. Yeah. But then it, no, at least then it, no, they it's constant as well, and they're not saying right in September when we release it, October when we release it, we get a massive influx of cash. Yeah. And then or we it, fuck all it, for the for the next the six months. In the case of wrestlers, you know you. you you just sell each individual wrestler, just like they do with Injustice and Mortal yeah. Kombat. You want you want the Terminator in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, you can have him. You got to pay for him. Yeah, three quid. Like, there you go. Yeah, you want Robocop? Yeah, you can have him. You got to pay yeah. for him. And like again, that's just just like they're doing with it to bring it back around. Just like they're doing with the cartoon here. It's literally like 
back up the big dump truck of money, we don't give a fuck because yeah. people are still going to buy. Yeah, people are going to spend the money. Yeah. You know, people, people like the, people like the product they see, or people are watching the product they see on TV, so they're going to want more of that. And by the yeah. time they realise they're saying that, we've already got the money. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, look, the WWE games especially have been notoriously bugged on release every year for the last five fucking years. Yeah. People Funny still enough, fucking since, buy since them. Since they went to 2K. Yeah, people still fucking buy them. People will continue to buy them. You know, it, like if, if they relaunched Rock and Wrestling now, I would watch it again. But only if it was Attitude Era wrestlers, I think, because I wouldn't know any new ones. But if, I would watch it again because I'm stupid. And people yeah. are stupid, and we will do it. And and that's what happened in the eighties, you know. And that's yeah. that, that's how you got this show. That's how we get so much of the shit that we talk about on it. Because how many shows do we talk about where we needed to sell toys? So we made a fucking cart, and some of those turn out to be awesome. Most yeah. of them turn out to be shit. Yeah, but that's life. Money yeah. makes the world go round. So that's it, that's what it. a depressing fucking tangent to go on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was talking about how lovely and warm and fuzzy this show made me feel just watching Bobby Heenan cut promos, and now you've taken me down this horrible fucking commercial route. Yeah, sorry about that. It's your fault. I was in a good place. I was in a good fucking place there for a minute. It's always my fucking fault. You should know that by now. Yeah, now here I am just contemplating how broken society is. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, we can't have nostalgia and escapism forever. You had an hour. This whole fucking show is predicated (laughs) on this. That is the point of this show. (laughs) This show's supposed to make me feel better about myself. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, wrapping it up and bringing it back to, back around to the show, I, I'm exactly the same as you. I came into this and didn't have have great expectations, but hope was there. And I thought, right, okay. And I, I could sit down and watch this and go, oh, you know what? It's harmless. It's I don't want to say it's inoffensive because it's offensive as far. Oh, it's not inoffensive. But in, in terms of a product which isn't in your face, it's not screaming at you, buy me, buy me, buy me. It's not, you know, it's not screaming at you that... This is good and that's bad and this is right and this is wrong. There, no, there are there are just characters you kind of latch onto because they're the people you you were familiar with when you were watching the first time. So I'm watching this yeah. going, well, it's a fucking Hogan show, but also there's Piper. Now, why is Piper evil? And I, I I'd forgotten that Piper was a was the the heel in this show until until I went back to watching it. Yeah. Um. And so same as you, I had no, I did have that sort of no, that nice sort of nostalgic glow where I'm thinking, yeah, I remember this. Yes, it's shit, but I used to fucking love it. Yeah. And, you know, and and. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking back to a time where I'm five, six, seven, something like that. Um, so we stay at my grandparents every weekend. So me and Phil would be up early to watch, not up early to watch it, but we were up early and watch it. Um, followed by Superstars or wherever it was, and then bizarrely Mrs. Pepperpot because that was what was on next. Fucking okay. Yeah. But obviously, the, 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 their scheduling was really well thought out at that point. Um, so, but you had that, and then it's a big, um, because the street where my grand, uh, my grandfather still is, my grand's along with us, but. My my aunt my aunt and uncle and my cousins used to live on the same street. So then we'd so no we'd be and no my my cousin was into wrestling as well. I don't, I'm not quite sure how she got into. it. I think it was just because we were into it and she um, she used to watch it with us. But she was big. She was massively into it as well. So then there was no there was that side of it. So we'd be fucking them. I mean I I think I've told you before. I, I at a fairly young age I was able to power slam my brother because yeah. you no know, I'm quite a bit bigger than him. I mean now I'm not sure I could because my neck's fucked. But you know I'd give it a go. Um, what have you got to lose? use of my legs well yeah. fuck it oh yeah i guess if you broke your neck yeah okay yeah. but i mean yeah. like, don't try this at home kids absolutely um uh, at home school or anywhere yeah. um but yeah uh, so sorry my... I, I completely cut through your story there carry on no, it's fine. <laughs> um but yeah so like, we used to no we used to we fucking play in wrestling and we'd know like um because they had they had um pipe as well so they, like, she used to record stuff as well and like 
um, these record all the, the pay per views. Um, Sorry, this, this this pipe thing's fascinating. Oh, I have no idea where it came from. It's caught on with you now as well. That's one of those old people words, isn't it? Yeah, that catches but on. My my grandfather has had Sky in its proper form with a dish and everything for about twenty five years at this point. Like, but now. it's pipe. But yeah. it's still he still calls he still refers to it as on pipe. It's just amazing. It's just, it's just one of those fucking old people words that sticks, isn't it? But yeah, but because then they you know, they lived in the same street. So my, my aunt and uncle, um, they say that they used to see him every day. So they had pipe as well. Um, it's like the wireless, isn't it? <laughs> wireless. Yeah, that was his other one. Um, and so we had we had that, and then like even now when he's got when he Sky Plus and stuff, he's taped it. It's, it's that sort of old school mentality, and I mean, but, I mean, my my dad, bless him, when he when he had the the cue box and stuff like that, it was never cue, it was video plus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's just when you first use a technology. Yeah, that's what it sticks as. It's it's like now people don't have MP3 players, do they? They have iPods. I don't because I've never had one. Yeah. So I have an MP3 player. No, my, my first MP3 player. Was, my first MP3 player was bigger than a CD. And it could take, I think it had 64 meg of memory. I could have like eight songs on it and it weighed a fucking ton. I, I distinctly remember going into Cardiff and buying a Diamond Rio, which I put on a credit card because it was so expensive. It was ridiculous. I paid about fucking 500 quid for this thing. Yeah. And it had eight meg of memory on a fucking flash card. Jesus. It was appalling. Uh, and yeah, the size of a house brick. I fucking loved it. I yeah. thought it was amazing. I could plug it into my car with a little lining. But with the tape deck, with the tape yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I never had an iPod, so I call them MP3 players. Everybody else, iPod. Yeah, it, and and it's, I think it's, it's the am- same thing. It's whatever you were exposed to first. Yeah. I think that's what you call it. Same as like, and and I'm guilty of this as well. Like, if anything's recorded, I have taped it. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've t- I haven't recorded it. I've taped it. Yeah, I've, I've kind of got out of that one relatively recently. Um, I have stuff, but um, yeah, it, it is it is bizarre. You're right, actually. You kind of just kind of associated with the first things. I mean, my my first MP3 player was this fucking brick, but then I I did adopt the iPod quite early on because I was in I was in I was in America, um, and they were they were still massively expensive over here, and they were selling them in fucking corner shops over there for them. Similar, no, same for I would say here. No, an iPod would cost you four hundred quid. I think I paid like 150 dollars for the same model over there. Yeah. So and it was like so I, I, I adopted that quite early on. But yeah, even then it, you know, it was an MP3 player. Yeah. Actually, I think it might have even been a fucking Walkman because that's what I had first. Well, yeah, there's Walkman and Discman as well, isn't it? That's, yeah. Like, those are what they are. Yeah. When we when we did Psycho the other week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that, you're, you're right. And so that that they were always MP3 players. And like now, I know I, I've had I've had iPhones for fucking 12, 13 years. But it's still just it's a mobile. I don't yeah. refer to it as an iPhone. It's just my it's just my phone. It's phone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's whatever you had first. I think it just sticks with you. And I think if you if you're born into a society that already has the technology, then you definitely pick up the brand name rather yeah. than what it actually is. So yeah, that's why that's why you get things like wireless as opposed to radio and, and what have yeah. you. And you know, like anybody of our generation, yeah, would say Sky. But yeah. it's not Sky, is it? It's fucking satellite TV. It's not even that anymore. It's digital no. TV now. Yeah. But that's that's a brand name, not the name of the technology. Well, but it's, to it's, us, Hoover, isn't it? it's Sky. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Hoover it's thing. Hoover. Yeah, Hoover is a brand name, but but to Hoover, it's a it's, fucking act. It's 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 a verb. Yeah, and it, again, it just generationally, you're born into it, and people don't have vacuum cleaners; they have Hoovers. Yeah, you know, because that's that's what it is. Yeah. You know, and even now, what we do, we we've. I don't even know what brand ours is. It's like a Panasonic or something like that. 
But we put the Hoover over. Yeah. Yeah, we did the same thing. We got fucking shark. We got like a fucking space age thing. It's got fucking reversing lights on it and headlamps. And I'm not even, I'm not joking, right? <laughs> it has fucking, it has headlamps on it. So you it actually don't run the cats over so you can see it coming. So you can hoover in the dark. Sounds Who stupid. Who hoovers in the dark? Amazing. It will change your life. If you have hard wooden floors, you turn the lights off, put the headlights on on the hoover, you can see every fucking speck of dust, right? The best thing and the main reason we've got it is it has a lift away feature. So there's a button that you press and you pull the body of the Hoover off and you can wear it on your back like a Ghostbuster. And if you know anything about me, you know every time I do the Hoovering, <laughs> I'm pretending to be a Ghostbuster. <laughs> that is awesome. That's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking amazing. What was it called? If we say the name enough times, they might give us one. It's called a shark. I'm not sure shark. what model we've got, but the brand of Hoover is a shark. It's also shark, super right. fucking powerful. Right, um, okay, so it's a shark, right. Yeah, shark. but I'm doing shark, it now. Shark, 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 I'm doing shark. it now. The brand of Hoover is a shark. Yeah. No, no. Hoover <laughs> is the brand of vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. recording I'm recording this on a PC. It's not. It's a computer. PC is an IBM personal computer, but I'm recording this on a PC. Yeah. It, it, we all do it. That's yeah, how we, we do. That's right. It's... it's uh... It's quite funny, and as it's there's so many things that when you when you you get people who've sort of you've not grown up with as well, so just some of the some of the the words that you'll use for something that they'd be completely different, have different meanings. I mean, even with you and me, I mean, we grow up what twenty miles apart. Yeah, and there'll be things that you say, "What the fuck are you on about?" Yeah, what are you on about? Yeah. So it, it, is, it is quite bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, well, that, that was, was, that was a complete random time. Yeah, but it, it's it's less depressing than the last one, so I'll take it. That's a better place <laughs> yeah. to end the Hoover, show. Hoovering in the dark. What's better than that? I, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll leave the story there. I won't tell you any more about my hoovering escapades in the dark. I'll leave it all to your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's Hulk Hogan's not rock and not wrestling. I guess. Yeah. It, there's nothing rock and roll about it. Even less wrestling about it. Yeah. There is Hulk Hogan, just not the Hulk. Well, not the Hulk Hogan is there in the interstitials. So. Yeah, so yeah. Um, uh, look, if if you like wrestling, give it a fucking go. It's oh, worth, it's yeah, worth it's... it for the video packages. I mean, especially if I mean, as I said, I've I've kept up to it a bit more than you have. But if you were into wrestling in the in the eighties and the early nineties, it's this is going to make you feel all warm and fuzzy. Yeah, it, it as does. well as slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, but I, I think it's it's worth it just for the videos. It really yeah, is. Definitely is. Um, so yeah. Go back, check it out. I mean, it's 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 all on YouTube. I can't. It's I say it's it's not on WWE Network anymore. Um, they pulled it, um, unsurprisingly. But it, it is widely available on the internet. Um, so yeah, go and seek it out. Have a have a look at it. It's it's definitely worth a watch. Let us know what you think. That no, I mean, I say we we we've we've had a blast just talking about it because it's something that we both loved as kids. Um, so if if you did love it then, if you love it now, reach out. Let us know uh, what you think. Uh, on Twitter at SMPDPod. On Facebook and YouTube with the Double M Podcast Network, uh, you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can find our previous episodes and our other shows as well. Wherever you get your podcasts from, be it, uh, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Play, etc. Like, share, subscribe, leave some messages, we can get back to you as best we can. Until next time. See you later.